This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss the job interview, how to prepare and land that perfect job. A job interview. A lot of folks don't even know what a job interview is, especially if you're new to the job market. A job interview is basically an exploration between the employer and the prospective employee. It's a way for employers to find out a little bit about the the candidate and know a little bit about their knowledge, skills, ability to actually perform the job. It's also for you to see if it's a good if it's going to be a good fit. If you're going to be able to work in this organization. So a job interview is a two-way deal. It's for you to understand more about the job, the culture, and it's for them to actually see if you are, are the right person for the job. One of the things that people overlook when you actually think about the word interview, the key word there is view. And we often overlook it. It's basically they want to see you. They actually want to see you face to face. So in many cases, appearance is everything. You don't have a second chance to make a first impression. So we're going to go ahead and give you some pointers on how to have a successful job interview. First, before the phone even rings, before the job HR department calls you to come in for an interview, do a little bit of a preparation. Always keep paper and pencil close to the phone. So in case somebody calls, calls you for an interview, you know, you're, you're right there on the spot getting ready to take down whatever information that you need to, to take uh, for the job interview if they call you. Have a copy of your resume close by the, the telephone so that if they ask you any questions uh, about your application or your resume, you'll be able to re- try to have a responsible person pick up the phone in case you're not nearby the phone or not at home to take a message. The, nobody wants to hear a five-year-old pick up the phone uh, that daddy's not here or whatever the case may be, have someone responsible pick up the phone for you. Make sure that if you gave a home phone, make sure that everyone in the house is aware that you're expecting a call for a job interview so that they can keep the telephone lines open. Also, if you decided to go ahead and give your cell phone to the HR department, to the prospective employer, Make sure that your voicemail is appropriate and, and professional. Uh, a lot of folks have, you know, crazy voicemail messages. So try to keep it very professional with maybe just your name and just leave a name and a number because nobody wants to hear any jokes or in, any, in, <laughs> any inappropriate responses on your voicemail. Before the job interview, do your homework. Do a little bit of research into the company or organization that you're trying to apply for. Go online 
maybe go to the Better Business Bureau, find out a little bit about this organization, find out its background, the who, what, where, when, why, how did this organization come about. That's going to make you look much better to an employer because they're going to think, wow, you know, this guy actually took some time to find out about this organization, about our, our culture and what we're all about. So do a Google, find out whatever you can from there, do a Better Business Bureau search of the company, or even if you can, get the opportunity to talk to somebody who actually works within that organization, find out a little bit more, find out whatever you can about the organization. And actually, that would actually help you to make a good decision of whether you really want to work there or not work there. If you really want to work there, you have the information that's going to make you look really good in the employer's eyes. Another thing that you can do when doing your homework about the organization or business that you're applying for and hopefully you're going to get an interview for is do, do a little bit of homework. Find out where the organization is, its address. Find out about the traffic flow. How, how long does it take you to get from your house to, to the business, to that address? Find out the traffic flows. How, how, the, how is it in the morning? In the afternoon, it may not be so hard to get there, but maybe early in the morning, traffic is probably twice as, twice as uh, bad. So you need to find out the traffic flow. You need to find out where the parking is. In some cases, they may have a, a, a garage. Find out where you have to park in case you have to go to a job interview. Take a look at people coming in and out of, of the business. Find out. Take a look at how they dress. Are these folks dressing casual? These folks dress in suits and ties because you don't want to go in there, you know, all dressed all casual for a job interview when all of a sudden, right, you see that everybody's dressed in a suit and tie and very professional. So do a little bit of homework. And I don't mean that you're stalking the place, but observe. Observe how people look, you know, um, when they go to the organization. That, that way you can dress appropriately. Another thing that you should do as part of your interview homework is make a list. Make a list of key terms that you find in the job description. Take a look at the job description and break it down. Usually it's filled with uh, statements like knowledge, skills, ability, knowledge of this, knowledge of that, skilled in probably computers or whatever the case may be, office equipment, it might, it might be even you know, you know, warehouse equipment, or whatever the case may be. Just break it down. So what you should do is, is take a sheet of paper and draw a line down the center. On one side, write position requirements. On the other side, write my skills and experience. So if the job description calls for communication skills, Put that under position requirements, and on the other side, where it says my skills and experience, put down a little sentence or two that says, I have three years of experience putting on PowerPoint presentations. So that way, later on, when it comes to the interview, you already have the information directly from the job description. That's part of your homework that you need to do. There's, there's a saying that actually says that typically an interviewer will actually rate you when you come in for an interview. They say that 50% is about chemistry. 
are you the right fit for the person? Can you actually, do they actually see you as someone that can be successful in this organization? That's 50% of it. 30% of it is competence and ability. Can you actually perform this job? That's 30%. 20% is willingness and enthusiasm. So if you're showing that, hey, you know, you really love to have this job, you really want to work for this organization, you know, I heard a lot about this organization, I'm really excited to work for you folks, right? That's 20%. And that's how they're going to wind up making their decision. So 50% is chemistry, how you relate with people. And a lot of that is how you present yourself. Be confident, be relaxed, make some good eye contact, and basically just be yourself top reasons for being hired the top reasons for being hired is when the employer determines that you're dependable reliable flexible a team player courteous respectful well-groomed enthusiastic mature tactful assertive self-confident honest non-judgmental, adaptable. Those are reasons why employers will actually make the decision to hire you. So you, you got to think about all, all of that in preparing for the job interview. Okay, warning, spoiler alert. I'm going to give you a question that every interviewer is going to ask. It doesn't matter what job you're actually applying for. The question is, do you have any questions? Usually towards the, at the end of a interview, they're going to ask you, do you have any questions for us? The worst thing is to say, no, I don't have any questions. No, because what happens is it shows that you're not really enthusiastic about the job. It doesn't, it shows that you know really nothing about it. You're really not that, you know, anxious about the job. But you need to go ahead and ask questions. Ask questions about the hiring process. What's the hiring process like? What, what can I expect? When can I expect to hear from you folks? Responsibilities. So what other responsibilities would I be in, in charge of? What, what do I have to do? What does a typical day look like in this organization? What's the company's projections? What, what are they trying to do? Is there any big projects ahead uh, for the organization? What what's it like to be new on the job? What's a, what's it? Like I said, what's a typical day for a new person on the job? What can I expect? What kind of a training orientation can I expect when when I come on board? Those are questions that you can ask. Don't don't ask questions that will actually bring up a red flag. Like, hey, dude, uh, like, uh, oh, do you have any drug uh, policies? <laughs> Um, yeah, that's kind of going to bring up a red flag or something, right? That, hey, well, maybe this guy is, uh, you know, on to something. But uh, so don't ask questions that bring up a red flag. Prepare questions. Like I said, if you did your homework, you found out a lot about the organization and, and business, you should be able to come up with questions for the interviewer. If you prepare the list of position requirements and my skills, have someone help you. Have someone ask questions so that you can go ahead and answer. You know, one of the things you really need to do is practice, practice, practice. Practice answering the questions, trying to be as smooth 
as you can in your responses. So practice in front of a mirror. Practice with someone. If you don't have anybody to practice with, go ahead and I'm sure your cell phone may have a video camera. Videotape yourself. How do you look at responding to these questions? So if you have a lot of hand movements or something like that, you need to go ahead and maybe get those under control or something. But practice, practice, practice so that when you're there, you're relaxed, you're confident, and people feel confident around you. Another factor that you have to take under consideration is physical capability. Are you able to physically actually perform the job? Is this going to be a job that's going to be physical? That's going to require you to maybe lift things? You know, you have to be able to show that you're able to actually perform the job. If you're someone that has disabilities, you need to be able to not talk too much about your disabilities, but talk about your abilities, stress your abilities, your ability to perform whatever job it is. If you are someone that has physical limitations or require accommodation, you need to go ahead and, you know, express, yes, you have the need for physical uh, accommodation, but you're able to do this, this, this. Stress what you can do, not what you can't do, because nobody wants to hear your limitations. Everybody wants to hear your abilities, not disabilities. Appearance counts. And that's the whole entire view part of the interview. Appearance does count. Like I said before, right, you don't have a second chance to make a first impression. So always think about how you present yourself, how you look, your hair and makeup. If you need to, um, you know, take care of your hair and makeup, maybe get a haircut, whatever you have to do, right? Trim, shave, a mustache, wash your hands, trim your nails, shower, use deodorant, avoid using heavy perfumes, and aftershave, brush your teeth. Cover, cover tattoos that are probably inappropriate, that maybe they really don't need to see. Body piercings, that can be very distracting when somebody's trying to interview someone and, you know, they just can't get past that you have a nose ring on or something, you know, they, or, or one of those gauge ear things. I'm not even sure what the, what's, it's called nowadays. But appearance is everything. They need to see you and actually see if you're going to actually fit well in this organization. One of the things that you should th think about, keep your jewelry simple. Maybe just a, a wedding band if, if you have, you know, cl your clothing is clean. Make sure that your clothing is clean. Your clothing is neat. Make sure that you you iron your shirt. Make sure that you're, you're looking nice and sharp, clean. Your, your shoes are nice and clean. You know, if you had to walk through some mud or something it, uh, on the way to wherever you're going to be doing a job interview, maybe go to the bathroom, maybe get a paper towel or something like that, clean clean your shoes, make sure that you look nice and sharp so that when you walk into that interview office, you look really great. Once you get called to come in for a job interview, you have to think about, what should I bring to a job interview? If you have to bring a purse or a briefcase, that's fine. Bring two pencils, a pad of paper, extra copies of your resume, of course, the name of the person you're having an interview with, also, two forms of identification, your social security card, your license, a passport, diplomas, professional licenses, certifications, examples of your work. Maybe if you have a portfolio or something that you can go ahead and, and show them, hey, this is my work. This is what, what I've done in the past. Bring reading glasses if you need reading glasses. 
because you know <laughs> you don't want to be there squinting, you know, if they want you to take a look at something or read something. Make sure that you're not chewing gum or or sucking on a cough drop or something like that. Smoking and drinking prior to the interview is kind of a turnoff because you you have that smell lingering and nobody really wants to smell that. Wearing sunglasses, you don't want to wear sunglasses for a job interview. Wear, wearing headphones, body piercings, don't take your cell phone into the job interview. If you do, make sure that it's on silent so that it's not going to buzz in your pocket and during the interview because people are going to actually think that well, you're really not interested in this job if you're waiting for a call or something. Other concerns that you should think about is come alone. Sometimes some people, they go to job interviews with someone, you know, and so that's kind of a turnoff. This, this person couldn't, you know, actually get here by themselves. This person needs a chaperone or something. Come alone. Don't have anyone with you. Have a reliable transportation. You know, if you have to take the bus, make sure that you, you know, get there and time yourself that you're going to get there 15 minutes before. Have have a dependable child or adult care for anyone that you're, you're responsible for. Make sure that you eat breakfast before you get there. Because one of the things that if you're going to be sitting at a job interview, it's kind of distracting is if your stomach starts growling because you're, you're really hungry. Get some good sleep the night before because you don't want to look like you just got two hours worth of sleep before you came to the job interview and and finally before you go into the job interview maybe go to the restroom take a look at yourself in the mirror make sure that everything's in place that you look really sharp that's the final thing that you need to do before you actually go into that job interview there are many different types of job interviews there is a telephone screening interview, a regular screening in interview, a selection interview, a work sample interview, stress interview, peer and group interview, group and committee interview, a luncheon interview, video conference interview, and follow-up interviews. And I'm sure there's others that I haven't even thought about. A telephone interview is basically where they arrange for a time to call you and conduct a basic telephone interview. One of the things that my experience with a telephone interview is that if they wanted me for the job, and they, they should have made arrangements for me to go to the office, the place, organization, to actually do an interview. If they didn't even want to see you, and just trying to do a telephone inter interview, I really wouldn't put too much on the chance of getting this job. Because I remember a couple of times that I had a telephone job interview, like in Detroit, and I live in Texas. And I, I'm like, you know, if they really wanted me, they would have actually paid for me to go there. But some organizations actually do it because they don't have the money or the, exp or the expenses to actually pay for someone to come for a job interview. A screening interview is one where they actually will bring you in, take a look at your qualifications to see if you actually meet all the qualifications for the job. They kind of, it's basically kind of like a, a weeding out type of interview. They, they're they're going to go ahead and probably, you know, do away with maybe like about 50% of their applicants because they didn't meet all the requirements on that of job description. 
a selection interview means that you you have met all the qualifications and now they're trying to select the best people to actually do a final interview for the job. A work sample interview is when they bring you in and they kind of want to see what you actually have done. So if you're, an, if you're a photographer, they kind of want to see your portfolio. If you're a salesman, they kind of want to see, you know, your how you conduct a sales pitch, how you actually perform on a job. If it's like a warehouse job, they may ask you to actually maybe drive a forklift, see if you can do this, see if you can do that, to see if you're capable of doing it. A stress interview, you know, I really don't agree with a stress interview, but a stress interview is the, the type of interview where they'll bring you in and they'll, they'll put you in a situation where they try to see if you're going to break down, see where your breaking point is. You know, maybe ask you tough questions like if, if you're taking care of a customer and maybe somebody's going to play the role of a customer and, and be maybe very assertive, very aggressive with you to see how you handle yourself in that situation. So I really don't agree with a stress interview because it puts the interviewee in a very bad position. You know, I really wasn't prepared for this, you know. So that's something you, you got to think about. A peer group interview, that's where people that actually work within the organization that actually are doing the job that you're applying for actually review your resume and actually ask you questions about your qualifications, your knowledge, your skills, and ability to actually do the job. In that case right there, you know, it's up to the people who actually work there to come up and give you a thumbs up or thumbs down. Group or committee interview. I've been in a few of these where they have four or five people in a group and they all ask you questions about your qualifications for the job. It, it's okay. One of the things about a group interview is that you need to make sure that you're making eye contact with the person who is asking the questions because usually what it is is uh, everybody has questions, sometimes two or three questions. Make sure that you make eye contact with the person who's actually a asking you the questions, but also don't ignore everybody else. So if so-and-so on the right side of, of the table you know, asks you a question, answer 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 the question, but also look and uh, talk to, to the other folks. Well, this is how I did this over here and this and that. Make eye contact. You have to make con eye contact. A luncheon interview. I've never had a luncheon interview, but I'm thinking to myself, that can be kind of uh, messy, especially if you think to yourself, right? You know, uh, they're going to invite you out to lunch while conducting an interview during lunch. And you don't want to order something that is going to be kind of messy. So you really don't want to order the barbecues with extra barbecue sauce. And, you know, while you're trying to do an interview, you know, maybe just have a salad or something very light or something, something that's not going to be too messy or something. But uh, I've never had a, uh, a luncheon interview. I, I'm not even sure how that would actually work. I guess between meals or courses, I don't know. You have to go ahead and ask questions and answer questions. A video conferencing, that's something that's very common nowadays, video conferencing. They'll call you to maybe get on the computer, get onto a certain website, and actually link into their HR department and actually do a video conferencing. That That's pretty good because people get to actually see you. And that that way you can actually you know see them and communicate. It's not a bad way to do it. 
a follow-up interview. Basically, a follow-up interview is you had the interview, but they want to bring you in and actually ask you a couple more questions about clarification about this or that and stuff. If they're calling you in for a follow-up interview, they're actually probably really interested in what you offer the organization. So follow-up interviews aren't that bad at all. So I, I did hear of, of someone who had three follow-up interviews and eventually wasn't even offered a job. I, I, I would think that, wow, after, after two, you know, they, they should have gotten enough information. The third one, they should have gotten enough information. But there's a possibility that you're, you're in the top percentage of people that they're considering for the job. So if you have a follow-up interview, that's a, that's a good sign. That's a pretty good sign that you're probably going to get the job. There are four types of interviewing styles. There is the all-business style, an abstract style, a good guy type of style, and indecisive type of style. An all-business style, the person is asking you direct questions. They really don't want to know what you can do for us. They want to know what have you done in the past that actually makes you the best qualified person for this job. In that type of a style, you need to keep your answers brief, stick to the facts, stick to everything that's on your resume because this person just wants to know straight up what have you done to deserve this position. An abstract style, they want to know how you think, what you, how you can resolve issues. Be methodical, logical, clear, concise when answering questions. The good guy type of style, this person, you go into a job interview, and the person's very friendly, you know, it gives you a nice firm handshake, very, you know, very enthusiastic and stuff. Emphasize that you're a team player. Always use the word we, not I, when you talk about your past experiences in your job. We accomplished this, we accomplished that, because that means that you're a team player, that you're going to be working with other folks, that you'll be able to uh, and willing to work with other folks to get the job done. The indecisive type of person. This person can be very disorganized. Well, you know, I know I have your resume around here somewhere. I thought, I thought I saw this. I thought I saw that. You know, this person is, you know, kind of like, it's not really organized. Okay. And sometimes they just talk about themselves. Well, you know, I, I did this and I did this and this, this. In that situation, right, you need to go ahead and let that person, you know, talk. Okay. Yes. And maybe not. Okay. Wow. Well, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. But, you know, but show interest in, in the job. Show that you're enthusiastic uh, about the job. So those are just four different types of styles of that the interviewer can actually take. But what, one of the things about the interview is when they're asking questions, answer the question that, that, they're, that they're giving you. Don't give more information than you need to. You don't need to you know, elaborate on a, a well something else that you did that really doesn't pertain to it. Just answer the question. Don't give them more and open up maybe a, a can of worms that maybe you really didn't want to go into or a subject that you really didn't need to go into. When does the job interview actually begin? You know, when you ask people, right, when does the job interview begin? They'll say, well, you know, i got a 10 o'clock appointment for a job interview. No. The job interview actually begins as soon as you're on the property of the business or organization that you applied for. So when you come in through that front door of that business or organization and you walk up to a reception desk, 
and there's someone there, your job interview it starts right there. How you conduct yourself, how you treat people, uh, that's basically also uh, part of that first impression. That first impression that I said that you never get a second chance to do. So everybody that you meet along the way, oh, treat them with dignity, respect, be confident, be calm, relax, and, and be very courteous to absolutely everybody. So if you're going up the elevator, you know, smile. And when you're coming out of, of the elevator, talk, just s smile, just be very confident because everything is part of the job interview. So when you walk into that job interview uh, office and you're sitting in the reception center, just sitting, waiting for to be called to come in for a job interview, even while you're sitting there, that's part of your job interview. People are going to look at you. People are going to see, hey, you know what? I really didn't like that guy. You know, he kind of like had kind of kind of a creepy, you know, look or whatever the case may be. Everything that you do is part of the job interview. From the moment you step into that organization, that's part of your job interview. One of the things that you should be doing if you're waiting for someone to call you to come in for a job interview is read over your resume. Th think about everything that you put down on your resume. Review notes that you took about the company. So, okay, well, the company started in this year, that year, okay, they merged with this company or that company, they're into high tech, or whatever the case may be. Read everything that you can. Take some deep, deep breaths. Relax. That's what I should do. I should relax, because I, sometimes I talk too fast or something. Relax, and maybe read some uh, affirmations. Affirmations like, I am talented, I am ha healthy, I am capable of doing this job, I'm enthusiastic about this job, I feel great, I feel good about myself, I feel that I can accomplish anything in my life, I am in control. Affirmations, make, make yourself you know, feel, feel good about yourself. So when you go in there, you're, you're going in there confident. I am the best person, I'm the best candidate for this job. Read some affirmations. Talk to, the, to yourself. So that w w one of the things that they say that we, we basically gear, are geared towards those thoughts that we hold uppermost in our minds. So if you go in there, I am very confident in my knowledge, skills, and ability to do this job. I'm very confident. You know, that's what your mind says. That's what you're going to actually do. So, like I said, you gravitate towards those thoughts that you hold uppermost in your mind. Body language. Body language is very important because 50% of your communication is actually through body language. How you actually present yourself and what people's response to, to your body language. Positive body language includes a firm handshake, Sit comfortably, sit sit with your shoulders back, act interested and look alert, listen carefully, nod your head, you know, slowly when, when you're answering quest questions, speak clearly, slowly, in a positive manner, maintain eye contact, but don't stare, smile when appropriate, be yourself, body language is, is everything, negative body language is staring, slouching, looking down, overuse hand gestures, rambling on, cross or folded arms, fidgeting, frowning, a frozen smile, biting your lip, maybe even, you know, just 
doodling on a notebook instead, you know, as you're sitting there, you know, during the interview. That, that that's negative body language, and that's that goes back to like what I said: practice in front of a mirror, practice on a video, take take a look to see those body language that you're exhibiting. Is it positive? Are you looking down too much? You know, because when you start looking down, it, you don't look very confident. And people actually will key into that type of body la- body language. So that's something you got to think about. And practice, practice, practice. Statistics tell us that usually the decision to hire or not hire you is made within the first 12 to 15 seconds of the job interview. It's that first response, that very first you know what, I really think that this person might be the person for the job. So smile politely, introduce yourself, use a firm handshake. When invited to sit down, sit down. You know, keep sit upright, be bright and alert. Keep your answers focused and to the point. Never talk negatively about your previous employer because nobody wants to hear you vent about why you left your previous employer. Four things that people really want to see is enthusiasm, sincerity, tact, and courtesy. If they see that, you know, you're on your way to a successful job interview. One of the questions that they're always going to ask is, why are you the best person for this job? Be prepared to go ahead and, and tell them all your qualifications that you have that makes you the best candidate for this position. And uh, if you did your homework and you know everything about their organization, you can say, you know, you, you, your organization was very successful in doing this, this, this. And in my background, I have done this and that, you know, that's basically similar to what you actually do here in this organization. So be confident, relax, smile, be courteous. That will, will really help you land the job. Some of the questions that an interviewer may ask are, Tell me about yourself. What do you know about the company? Why did you leave your last job? Why do you want to work here? Why should I hire you? What's your major weakness? What's your major strengths? Where do you see yourself five years from now? Give one word that best describes you. Tell me why I shouldn't hire you. <laughs> that's, that's a tricky one right there. And what are your salary expectations? Those are just some of the questions that they may ask of you. So when they ask you, tell me about yourself, talk about yourself, but don't try to talk too much about family, about your childhood, your hobbies, things like that, unless it really pertains to the job. So like, for example, if, if your hobby was photography when you were in high school or something like that, and, and you really enjoy it, and you're going for a a photojournalist job. Oh yes, definitely go ahead and talk about that, you know. But nobody really wants to hear about well, you know, your your childhood and how you grew up and this and that, you know. But definitely talk about yourself, how you went to school, got your education, how you, how you went to college, got whatever type of training. What do you know about the job? What do you know about the company? And if you did your homework, like I've been emphasizing, if you did your homework, you should be able to to elaborate on some of the things about the company. Yes, I heard that this is a great company, right? It has really good ratings with the Better Business Bureau, maybe the, the Chamber of Commerce. So you'll be able to elaborate on, on some of that. 
Why did you leave your last job? That's a, that's a good question. Why did you leave the, your last job? Usually it's because maybe the downsizing, if you were laid off, you can say you were, it, it was downsizing, reorganization of, of, of the business or, organiza- or the company, Th- things like that. If you had to leave because you were fired, you can, don't, don't say that you were <laughs> fired. You can just say that uh, we agreed to disagree on some things and we decided to, that it would be a best thing. The best thing to do is to, to leave the organization, you know. So don't, don't go into uh, details about maybe getting fired if you did get fired. Why do you want to work here? That's a good question that most interviewers want to know. Why, why is it that you want to work here but, and not down, down the road? If you did your homework on your com- the company, you can say, well, you know, I heard that you have a good reputation in this field or that field or whatever the case may be. Be able to communicate that to the interviewer. Why should I hire you? I've heard this one a couple of times. Why should I hire you? Uh, like for myself, you know, I would say because I have the education, the knowledge, the skills, the ability to actually, you know, take your organization to a, a different level. I'll be able to see um, the organization with different perspective, with a brand new set of eyes or something. I can bring a lot of uh, skills to, to your job. So that's something you should think about. You know, why should I hire you? What is your major weakness? One of the things that you really don't want to tell the interviewer is your, your weaknesses. Try to maybe say that your major weakness is that you take on too much responsibilities, that you do more than you're expected at work. Maybe that you put too much time in work because I feel that it's necessary. Things like that. Try not to show a weakness, but try to turn it into a, a positive. What, what are the strengths that you bring to the organization? Talk about your skills, your experiences, and what you actually accomplished in, in your past. One question that they're going to ask, well, they may ask is, where do you see yourself five years from now? You know, talk about your, your plans, your expectations, what you really want to do, but don't try to be threatening to the interviewer. If all of a sudden, right, you know, what, what the worst thing is to say, I'd like to be in your shoes five years from now. You're kind of like, you know, telling the interviewer that, yeah, you want your job, that you want their job. So don't try to be threatening. Here's a good question that they're going to ask is, what one word best describes you? The best word that you you can use is dependable. You can depend on me being here on time. You can depend on me doing the, the job. You can depend on me doing whatever it takes to get the job done. Dependable. Why shouldn't I hire you? That's a tricky question right there. And I've heard this one before also during a job interview. Why shouldn't I hire you? You know, and and the whole entire thing is don't don't answer that question. You know, you don't don't give them reason not to hire you. So just basically emphasize, well, I wouldn't know any reason why you shouldn't hire me because I am the best qualified person for this job, the best candidate for this job. I have the most skill. So there really is no reason why you shouldn't hire me. What are your salary expectations? That's a question that they may ask. And if you did your homework and actually research the job, you can actually go on Google and try to find where, you know, the 
salary range for that particular job is. So you should be able to go in, into there expecting a certain certain amount. So you can say, I, I'd like to basically start off at whatever level, depending on your skills and your experience. So those are just a few questions that they may ask you during a job interview. Sometimes uh, some job interviewers, right, will actually try to be a little bit funny, try to break the ice a little bit, try to make you uh, relax a little bit, and ask you a question that's really out there in left field. Like, if you were an animal, what kind of an animal would you be? So like in my, I would respond, whatever animal gets its job. So, you know, just be, be, be aware that sometimes they may try to, you know, give you a question that's really out there that you know, it's just basically intended to actually just make you relax and actually see how you respond to something that's to totally out there. Towards the end of the interview, the interviewer is going to ask you if you have any questions. Questions should be like, what's the hiring process like? How soon will you be able to make a decision on, on the job? How would a typical day be on the job? Or ask any type of questions about the organization and where this job actually fits within the organization. Always, uh, always ask questions because if not, then they're, they're going to see that you're not really enthusiastic uh, about the job. When wrapping up, always make sure that you thank the interviewer for, for their time for, to interview you. Thank them for, for anything and actually offer any other information. Um, you know, let them know that if you need any other information or anything else about my qualifications, right, that you're willing to go ahead and provide them information. Employees' legal rights. Disclaimer, this is not to give legal consultation uh, for interviewees, but employees have legal rights when it comes to an interview. An interviewer has to ask questions pertaining to job qualifications and requirements for the job. There are some questions that are legal to ask, some questions that are not. Some questions that may seem illegal but are asked in a way that makes them actually permissible, that they can actually ask. So here are a few things that you have to think about when it comes to some questions that employers may ask. National origin or citizenship. It's illegal for an interviewer to ask if you're a U.S. citizen or where were your parents born or what's your native tongue. That, that's illegal to actually ask. But it's legal for them to ask if you're an authorized worker. Are you authorized to work in the United States? What other language do you speak frequently? Or those are questions that you can ask. They can ask you. Age, age. When it comes to age, they can't legally ask you how old you are, or when did you graduate from high school? What's your date of birth? They can't really ask you that. But they can ask you if you're over the age of 18. Marital status, family status. It is not legal for an interviewer to ask your marriage marital status or with whom do you live or who's your partner or how many kids you have things like that they really can't ask you legally if they ask you and you feel comfortable with saying or giving an answer that's fine but legally they cannot ask you that 
a, a way that some some interviewers may get around that is: Are you willing to relocate? Are you willing to work overtime? Are you really willing to to do to travel or something like that? They may ask you things like that to get around that question. Affiliations. Um, they can't ask you what clubs or organizations you belong to, but they can ask if you have if you belong to a a professional organization or a trade organization they can't ask you that personal information like how tall are you how much do you weigh they can't ask you things like that but they can say uh, they can't ask if you can lift 50 pounds and walk maybe 25 30 yards with it disabilities they can't ask about your disabilities if you have any dis disabilities um, so if if you want to give some information about your disabilities, especially when it comes to accommodations, you you can, if you feel comfortable doing that. Um, they can ask you, do you feel that you're able to perform the job of this or that? You know, they may be able to get around uh, the question straight up of what are your disabilities. Arrest record, that's something else. Have you ever been arrested? That's illegal to ask uh, a potential candidate have you ever been arrested but they can get around by asking have you ever been convicted of this or that or DUI especially when it comes to like a truck driving uh, or a bus driver position they may ask you that question in that regard when it comes to military uh, they can't ask if you were discharged honorably all they can do is ask what branch of service you served and what type of training and education that you got during your military um, experience. After the interview is already said and done and you have already left the, the business or organization, think to yourself, maybe jot it down on a piece of paper, right? How did the interview go? Was I on time? Did I dress appropriately? Did I need, did I need to bring any other information to them? Do I have to go ahead and provide them any other information? How was my attitude? Um, what did they discuss the most? Was I too assertive? Maybe not assertive enough? Did I make good eye contact? Did the employer seem interested in me as a person? Well, what could I have done better to, to get this job? Whatever notes that you can actually use so that if you have to go to a different interview or even a follow-up interview, you know, think to yourself what, what you can do to improve the process. Another thing about after the interview is the power of a thank you. Power of thank you. You know, write a letter to them, right? You know, send them a message basically saying thank you very much for the opportunity to interview for the position of this or that, whatever the case may be. The power of thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you and follow up with um, the employer. So that, that's something else that you got to think about you know, after the, the interview is over. In conclusion, studies have shown that today, many people have changed jobs more often than they had in the past 10, 20, 30 years. So you need to stay abreast of job trends, what's happening in the labor market, you need to go ahead and make sure that your skills are adequate to meet the future needs of businesses and organizations. You need to practice on job interviewing skills so that you can go ahead and present um, all your knowledge, skills, and abilities to potential employers.
with unemployment as low as it is, there's a lot of opportunities out there to go ahead. And if you're tired of one job, you can actually go ahead and, and, and apply to other jobs. And there's pr- pretty good possibility uh, possibilities of actually getting hired somewhere else. When you actually sharpen your your skills and your abilities and 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 keep your resume uh, up to date, it basically gives you confidence. It increases your confidence um, about applying for other jobs. It improves your 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 your, your skills, and people s- see that you're more than qualified for other positions. You have the knowledge to better prepare yourself. One of the things that which is really ironic is that you're more employable. When you're employed, so if you're if you have a job right now, you're really dissatisfied with your job, uh, and you apply for other jobs, people actually see that as you know what this, this guy has the ability to keep and hold a job, and may, maybe give you an opportunity to actually move into a, another field, another career, or something. That that's pretty interesting to even think about. So be aware of the skills, knowledge, skills, and ability that you bring to an employer. Uh, present yourself confidently. Um, that's just a, a few tips that I can give you on your um, job search, job interview. And there's many websites out there that um, can actually provide you uh, with more information. I can't stress enough, right? Know your legal rights when it comes to uh, questions you can answer, questions that you don't need to answer, because some folks will try to go ahead and a- ask you questions that you may not feel comfortable answering. I'd like to thank you very much for tuning in to my uh, podcast. And if you can, right, please subscribe to our podcast. Um, give us a thumbs up. Uh, leave, leave us a review, comments, whatever you can to, to really support our podcast. I really enjoy uh, doing this, and I really do appreciate um, all the feedback that, that I've been getting. And I really do thank uh, you all for, for listening and tuning in. Uh, if you want to drop us uh, an email, go ahead and drop us an email at leadershipinmotion036 at gmail. And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.